All right, hello, idiots on parade, the two ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? Uh, you said you're tired. I am kind of tired. I just uh, actually a little while ago we scheduled this about a half an hour ago, and so I I literally got up from a nap. Then I'm driving. I'm in Cuyahoga Falls, Ohio, and I'm going to drive home tonight. It's about nine hours after the show, so I wanted to take a a nap so that I wouldn't fall asleep at the wheel. And now I'm in that fucking state where you're just sort of, I just woke up from a nap. What's going on? Yeah, I, I hear you, man. I, I I just got off work, rushed home to get here. And I'm I'm tired because like last night was a weird night. My my dog and cat kept waking me up for no goddamn reason. That's what, sometimes. That's what they do. Uh, we used to have a cat, Lydia and I, that would wake me up at two a.m. It would just be sitting on my pillow, licking my hair and purring. Oh, man. See, mine usually aren't that bad. They don't do shit like that. Well, I mean, most cats don't. This one would just be giving me a bath and being happy, like, oh, I love you so much that I want to give you a bath at 2 a.m. and wake you up. And I would just sit there, like, feeling the sandpaper on my head going, God damn it, what is wrong with you? So he was he was a really sweet, loving cat. He just had no social skills is what you're saying. Exactly, yeah. Yep, didn't didn't have the wherewithal to say, oh, this this is more like a 2 p.m. thing, that if, if you'd appreciate uh, some snuggling or love, you'd appreciate it at 2 a.m., not when you're a zombie. Or 2 p.m., I mean, 2 p.m., sorry. The, the old humans used to breed those out of uh, domesticated animals because if you did that to a, to a caveman, he'd kill you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but now we're all soft. Society's gone soft. We're not murdering cats anymore for licking us in the middle of the night. That is true. So, anyway, uh, this week I suppose we would be remiss if we did not talk about uh, Trump care, health care that finally passed through Congress. It's going to hopefully meet a huge challenge and not make it through the Senate and become law. But it's insane to think that several weeks ago or a couple months ago they could not pass a shitty shitty health care bill so what they did is they went in and made it even worse and said well how about we deny more people coverage and do nothing about higher premiums and this time they said oh this is much better yes let's let's pass this that is even worse and so now a bill being sent to the senate is just full of complete bullshit where again once again people with pre-existing conditions get fucked uh, premiums do not get lowered uh, basically, all they're doing is trying to pass a tax cut to the wealthy. That's literally what is wrapped up in this bill is, all right, we'll call it health care, but in essence, rich people get a tax cut. And that is how – and here's, here's the thing I don't like about it. Here's the one thing I don't like about it. Part of me wishes it would become law because that way, ha-ha, fuck you if you voted for Trump and you just got fucked because of it. But – I hate the people, and you see this in the news. Uh, I, I saw it last week. I saw it several months ago when they were doing it. I saw it in Iowa when they were changing um, uh, legislation involving union rights for state employees where people go to town hall meetings and said, look, I voted for you, but I didn't vote for this. And I just sit there going, you incredible dumb fuck. If you voted Republican, then yes, yes, you voted for shitty health care, fewer rights as a worker, uh, fewer rights as a gay person, fewer rights as a woman. It, it just it frustrates me when I hear stupid people say, well, sure, I voted for Trump and I voted Republican, but I didn't want this. Yes, you did. You're just a stupid, stupid asshole. You stupid fucking asshole. In those people's defense. That giant wall really was going to be worth all this. You know what I'm saying? They just didn't get their wall. That would have made this all better. This would have been worth it. There'd be a big wall 
I mean, yeah, rich people would be fucking them over, but it'd be happening on this side of the giant wall, baby. Yeah. I think that's the only way to look at it. I, I can't I can't wrap my head around it any other way. There's, I mean, there is that much xenophobia, and because they still will chant. Like, The Daily Show still... I mean, the, the fucked up thing is Trump still holds rallies to this day. Like, instead of going to the president's correspondence dinner for the first time since Reagan did not go, and Reagan had an excuse, he was in the hospital, he had just been shot, or even if he wasn't in the hospital, he was recently out of the hospital, so he sort of got a pass. All Trump did was go hold a rally to talk about how awesome he is. He went to an arena in uh, Pennsylvania and said, look at this, this is the biggest crowd they've ever had in this arena, even though they took pictures showing that there were massive, massive rows of empty seats and bands and other concerts that sold the venue out. I mean, he's, he's just delusional, but he went and held a pep rally instead of taking it on the chin at the Correspondence Center. And having that some, sucks. And, and, and yet they're... So anyway, The Daily Show goes to these rallies and these dumb fucking people, they ask him like, Silly questions like, who should we lock up in 2020 when Trump runs? Because they used to chant, lock her up, lock her. And one woman said, yeah, we, sh we should lock up Hillary again. He's like, oh, okay, so we just leave her out until 2020 and then chant, lock her up again. And they're like, yeah, that's what we should do. We're dealing with the stupidest of stupid people. Yeah, it's, but I mean, really, the, the healthcare thing, I, I feel like both sides miss a key reason for why our health care is kind of fucked up in this country or, or at least don't hit it hard enough and that's i mean just the sheer prices of what they're charging for that shit i mean like if they're allowed to charge you a hundred dollars for an aspirin then it, like it doesn't matter if we're paying it from taxes or if we're paying it from insurance or if we're paying it out of our pockets or if we're paying it with the, the little camel cash that they give you for smoking camels like it doesn't matter how we're paying for hundred dollar aspirins i mean they fucking charge too much man like it's a system that basically got out of hand because so many people were using insurance instead of paying out of pockets that i mean the way doctors were dealing with inflation for so long is they would just raise the prices because they knew that like each individual thing was just you, you know getting looked at by a by basically an, an a computer program, program. Yeah, that just sort yeah. of went. And it wasn't. It wasn't a pissed off dude going. You're charging me what for what? Fuck you, man. You know, like they knew they didn't have to deal with that, and so they they've just run the prices up over years. And so it, it doesn't matter how we decide we as a society want to pay for that. We can't afford that shit, man. I mean, we pay more for healthcare in this country and, and fucking get less for it. And it's because they've run the prices up on us over years. And that's true. Um, I don't know if we've talked about it on the program before, but several years ago, this goes back to, I can't remember when, but I mean, John Stewart was still on the daily show cause he had the guy on for an entire half hour that, you know, the daily show usually has a guest at the end. Well, John brought this guy out and talked to him for the entire program and time magazine ran a full, um, not article, but a full issue. The entire episode of Time was an article by one man on healthcare, and he broke it down and said what you did is that you just have these algorithms, these programs that just sort of get a number, and then they kick back to the hospital like, ooh, you're charging us a million dollars. We will pay you 750000 And the hospital goes, awesome. Or the insurance company, you know, they, they say, all right, this, we'll, we'll strike a deal. So the one side overcharges because they know the insurance company will try and knock them down a couple pegs. And then they, there's basically 
uh, haggling, bargaining, only you shouldn't right. do that with healthcare. And this article said something I thought was really, really neat, but that nobody does is, you know, you bring your own aspirin to the hospital because when they come around and say, okay, I'm going to give you uh, meds for your pain, you just say, no, nah, I'm, I'm good. You can turn services down because they will come through and say, I need to check your blood pressure. And if you had your blood pressure, like if you're in there for something non deadly or you know if you didn't just have surgery where maybe you'd need to be monitored every two hours and you can literally say i don't want my blood pressure checked because if you do get your blood pressure checked then it goes on your uh ticket as this hundred dollar charge i'm making these numbers up obviously but you know if if you don't feel pain they'll still bring you an aspirin and say all right here's your uh you know 4 p.m aspirin and the instant you touch it Boom, $100. Oh, I'm going to take your blood pressure. Boom, $100. And what people should do is turn mo down more services because, like you just said, it goes on the bill, it, be, it gets overcharged, and then the insurance companies and the hospital sort of have an agreement. And that's the fucked up thing is this mm. article showed that – I feel that it doesn't go far enough because here's, here's the thing. We do that, and they'll just charge us more for the shit that we're actually going for, which is really marked up anyway. What I think we need to do um, – you know when uh, when buses were being all racist and kicking Rosa Parks off in the South, they they what? They boycotted them, right? They were like, "Fuck you, we're not taking the bus." <laughs> no I more hospitals. My yeah, broken arm yeah. will heal itself through the power yes. of prayer. I'd say for a year, we as we as a people, we started with us and our our seven podcast listeners, but we start a movement right now. <laughs> for a year, we won't get sick. All right, that's kind of fucking ideal. So okay, for a year, we either won't get sick. Or we go the holistic route, which will make us sicker. I'm not going to sit here and try to sell you any of that new age bullshit. It's either going to do nothing at all or it will actually make the problem worse. But I'm going to take some lavender oil for my uh, tuberculosis. Yes. I have this cough. My lungs are filled with fluid. Please let me breathe lavender oil and make myself all better. Thank you, uh, I'm Mother getting Earth. chest pains. I'm going to go get Reiki, man. I'm going to have them open up my chakras and move the chest pains out of me. We'll do that for like a year. And if we get sicker, we just line up in front of the hospitals and, and, and join hands and just cough. It'll be and, uh, like... It'll be like those one-day gas boycotts we used to hear about, like, nobody buy gas on October 12th, and that will send a message. The oil company will lose $4 billion in one day. Never that's mind. That's retarded, because then you're filling your car up twice as much into the 13th. I know, and dude. that's they what got, we'll be doing. We'll be getting sicker less. over the course of the year, and so come January 1st, well, no, 2018, we no. we'll all bum-rush the hospitals because we will be so sick. Yeah, but no, if we only did it for a day, sure. But over a year, we're going to get like really sick, dude. And so what we do is we just line up around the hospitals and we, we join hands and we have pickets. And any, any doctors that go in there, we cough on them. Just, <laughs> and they go through our just our, we use chemical warfare against these fucking guys. You know what I'm saying? We just cough <laughs> our new age, not working hippie medicine sickness right into their faces for jacking up the prices too much. We do that for a year. And then all those doctors, half of them will be dead, right? And the other half that aren't dead from us coughing on them, they're going to be like, whoa, we should fucking lower the prices a bit. Oh, my, my God. That was like outbreak that whole year. And then, and then we'll be good to go, man. That's funny is uh, um, I like your idea. What's funny is that what Obamacare – was supposed to do is 
create people uh, healthier so that there were fewer expensive visits to a hospital. You were supposed to be able to just see a regular physician, not go to a hospital, but just go to, you know, an annual checkup or be able to see a doctor or urgent care more regularly and not take up, you know, urgent care is doctors in training or uh, I believe it's doctors in training or well-paid nurses as opposed to highly paid doctors. So you were supposed to have insurance so you could see uh, doctors earlier and not let it go to the point where you do absolutely need to be admitted in a hospital and drive the costs up really high. And I don't know that it's done that. Maybe it has. I haven't seen a study. What I thought. Well, I, I, I feel I'm torn on that, right? Because it, on one hand, it's it's better than fucking nothing, and, it, and it's better than just basically uh, having these kind of government-run healthcare programs that aren't nearly as good as, as that one, which still wasn't even great, and then just kind of fucking over people with pre-existing conditions to give tax cuts to the rich. Like, it's definitely better than that, but... I think it is very idealistic to say, I know there's lots of people who aren't insured. We'll just force everyone to get insurance. Health insurance companies would never drive down quality and drive up prices on people. That's <laughs> that's not what the fuck they're known Exactly, for. yes. It's like, yeah, it's kind of in, – in that sense, it's the worst of both systems, right? You have, you have you know, this sort of – capitalism run amok where they're like we're, we're just gonna fucking make things as cheap as we can on our end as and ex- expensive as we can on your end and that's how we make money for our shareholders but then it also has the this sort of uh, socializing sense to where it's like oh you have to do this otherwise we're gonna find the shit out of you you know i do but i think uh, in one part i've never told the story because i i can't i hadn't remembered it but in one part, what it was supposed to do is obviously it was going to get poor people to have to buy insurance, and then they could see a doctor as opposed to visiting in, visiting an emergency room. And that was one thing Romney said is, well, we're not going to deny anybody care. They can always go to an emergency room. And when I was uh, in college, when I lived in Boston, I was a security guard. That's, you know, it's the shitty job that you take when you're in college and, you know, you can have flexible hours. And I worked in the lobby of an apartment building in a borderline poor neighborhood. There was some subsidy subsidized housing. And one day uh, this guy ran into the lobby and said, this is before the days of cell phones. He said, I need you to call 911. And I said, absolutely. What's going on? He said, my daughter, she's sick. She's, I think she was 10 or 11 or something like that. And I said, okay, what's wrong? What can I tell the paramedics? And they said, just tell them to come. She's so sick. We, we've got to get her sick. Blah, blah, blah. And so I did what I was asked to do. I called 911. The paramedics showed up. They went upstairs. And did you ever see the movie um, Doc Hollywood with Michael J. Fox? Oh, a long time ago. So there's a I don't scene, remember much from it. There's a scene where... Um, uh, Michael J. Fox, there's this little boy that's brought in, and he's freaking out and saying, oh, my God, we've got to get a helicopter in here. We've got to take the kid to the hospital. And then the old-timey school doctor comes on, hits him on the back. The kid burps and then feels much better. He's like, oh, it was gas. And the kid is healthy. And that's basically what happened in this situation is the family said, oh, my God, call 911. My daughter is is sick. And the, the paramedics showed up, went upstairs, and they came down and just looked at me and said, dude, this uh, – 
I can't remember how they phrased it, but they said this happens all the time. This is what poor people do. They think 911 is for an upset tummy that is nothing. But if those poor people had had Obamacare, which didn't exist, Obama was, you know, a teen, whatever, they would have just gone to urgent care. They wouldn't, if they had insurance, see, if they call 911, they don't really pay anything. It gets absorbed into the taxpayer cost. And that's what Obamacare was also supposed to eliminate was the waste of, you know, very important needed research uh, resources. You know, as they're calling 911 because of an upset tummy, someone was in a car accident and laying on the side of the road and needed an ambulance from further away because, you know, that. So I think that is in part what Obamacare, and I agree with you that it didn't make things perfect, and I agree with you that something is better than nothing. But it was it was supposed to dial back really expensive services that are essentially unneeded by poor people. So when yeah, I say they but, were supposed to go to urgent care more often, that's what they would have done. And so if they get kicked off health care now because of Trump care, they'll just go back to, all right, let's go sit in the emergency room and waste something people's times or let's just call an ambulance for something that is not needed. Well, so there's a way to kind of get that done as opposed to, you know, forcing people to suck the cocks of insurance companies that are going to fuck them over. What you could do is when somebody calls up 911 for something dumb, that's and then the 911 operator makes a quick assessment and they and they and they they they, they type it in as code tummy ache. All right. So now when they type in a code tummy ache, what happens is they're like. Sir, that sounds awful. I'm going to transfer you to a specialist. And that's when it goes to the interns, the people training to be actual 911 people. You know what I mean? They get to they get to kind of cut their teeth on code tummy. They get to take the call while reading off the script or whatever. And then they said them to the yeah, we're going to we're going to send somebody. But then that's just like, I, I don't know, EMTs in training or they're like, listen, uh, you can do this. But all of our ambulances are down. So you're going to have to take a fucking bus with your tummy ache to <coughs> this other thing that's not an emergency room but it's like a government run thing that keeps the emergency room free while it still provides some kind of health care well the problem with that is they don't say she has a tummy ache that's what they did they didn't say that to me that's what the emts determined when they got there is what they say is there's something wrong with my daughter i don't know what she can't uh express it they can't you know they they don't say it's a tummy ache. They they say, oh, I, I can't tell what's going on. We just need help. We just need help. And in part, maybe they're just stupid and don't know the difference between a tummy ache and a cardiac arrest. But the other part is if they had the wherewithal, they would just say, all right, let's go down the block to urgent care. Because what happened when Obamacare kicked in is at least my little, small, city, shitty, tiny town of North Lip, we got an urgent care. We have... Uh, you know, like a regular physician, then an urgent care that's two minutes from my house. They, they're opening up all over because it's just easier to go in there than to clog up an emergency room. Or so, I mean, I, I you'd, you'd also, you can't deny someone service. They, if they're not going to say tummy ache, they can't, you know, they won't know. They, they can't well, yeah, quick judgment call on 911. If, if it's that situation where they can't get the daughter to respond... I mean, well, wouldn't that that's not a it's not a matter of her responding. It's a matter of like you're talking to a 10 year old. What's wrong? My tummy hurts. Oh, my God, your tummy hurts. Yeah. I mean, they don't if they don't have insurance back and see, that's a part of it is maybe I'm explaining this wrong. 20 years ago, if they had no money, 
a tummy ache was best treated by calling paramedics or going to an emergency room because that way they knew they would not be charged. If they tried to go to a regular physician or an urgent care which didn't exist or something similar, the first thing they would say is, all right, uh, give us your insurance card. And a paramedic or an emergency room doesn't really say that first. They just treat you, and that's what clogs up the system is they can... And that was the big thing with the illegal immigrants clogging up uh, emergency rooms or using resources because they don't ask first. 911 is supposed to be respond. That's what they do. Okay. All right. To solve this problem, and this is going to make me sound, uh, well, flat out communist. They're not even like the good hippie Karl Marx kind of communist. I'm talking like. <laughs> I like where Joseph this is going. Stalin. Yeah, this is this is going to make me sound like a gulag, like a pro gulag communist. But um, so I'm still about providing health care to people who can't afford it without charging them and without making them get health insurance, because that then, you know, makes it possible for the health insurance to drive up the fucking costs, which is why you have people pissed off now voting for an evil orange man. Because their health insurance premiums have gone through the roof. Not saying that's the only reason. I'm just saying I saw a lot more of that on my wall on Facebook than I did about ISIS and illegal immigrants and all this kind of shit, right? Like people were fucking pissed off about their health insurance premiums going up. So we will provide free health care. If you call us up, we will come and provide an ambulance, you know? You can come to the emergency room. However... If we find out that this is dumb, the paramedics get to call in a code tummy ache and an angry Russian man with one of those crazy big black hats jumps out and beats the ever living fuck out of you with a stick. I agree with that. That I agree with. We'll treat the wounds. We'll treat the wounds from the angry Russian man's stick. But he does get to call a code tummy ache. I agree with that. See, now we are making progress. I do agree that you get to call 911. You do get the paramedics to come out. But if you're a dipshit and just wasted everybody's time, yeah, you get the unholy shit beaten out of you. Because we can't take your money. You have no money. So, sure, you you have to suffer the consequences and figure out the difference between a tummy ache and a heart attack or a stroke. Yes, I I like that idea. Yeah, and and I... I know there's going to be lots of videos and people pissed off about like, oh, this was it's just some evil paramedic and this is discrimination against fill in the blank. There's going to be a lot of that. However, I truly believe that paramedics didn't get into the game to beat people over the head with billy clubs. You know what I'm saying? Well, maybe they would if they were given that right, maybe. But the paramedics, we'd have to make it so the paramedics couldn't beat them over the head because then we would get, like, the security guard that couldn't be a cop who became a security guard so he could be a dick. Ah, so now he's becoming a paramedic. So the paramedic just has to make the call and then someone else beats the shit out of him. So the paramedic Mm -hmm. has to leave. They don't get the the erection from watching it. You can't have the paramedic standing around. I think the paramedic has to do it. I think think the paramedic has to do it with his own billy club reason i say that is because if you sign up to be a paramedic just because you're like hey did you hear they let paramedics beat people with billy clubs now if they're if they're faking um most of your time you're gonna spend actually helping people that is literally the exact opposite of beating people with the billy club so 
for people that like to beat people, being forced to help people most of the time, I feel like wouldn't be worth it. They'd be like, fuck this. I'm going back to being a cop or a TSA agent where I just get to fuck people up all day long. I don't want to. I'm not just a part time asshole. I'm a full time asshole. Let me be a cop. Like, I, I feel like that's that's what would happen. Well, let's let's change gears because you said TSA and that uh, made me uh, reminded me of something. Um your asshole, piece of shit, useless cunt of a friend, Doctor Dow from the United Airlines flight. Oh, yeah, he got Dr. his Dow. settlement. How's he doing? He got his settlement. He it's undisclosed, Sweet. but it's probably a couple billion dollars. So because you support that piece of shit, everybody's uh, ticket price is going to go up because they have to. All they're like you say with the hospitals, which you said earlier in the broadcast, how they'll just pass it along. That's what they're going to do. We had to pay out this piece of shit. Everyone else is going to pay a higher ticket price and now they're going to write more legislation that protects them that will say, no, you you didn't understand. When you bought your ticket this time, you said we could literally poke you in a stick for the entire flight, all because assholes supported that piece of shit who should have just gotten his fucking ass up and off the plane when he was told to. I don't know. I I, I, I say he paid for the seat. He should get the seat in the seat. Uh, the, the, That's great, and now we all suffer that, because that of it. did the settlement. Yeah, I mean, that's that's what happens, man. I mean, look, if 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 the MTA, right, uh, came on the subway and was like, get the fuck up, this seat is going to one of our employees, and someone said no, and, and then, you know, I, I wouldn't be fucking mad at that person. Even if they stopped the truck, I'd be mad at the MTA, man. Like, well, you have a right to be mad there. at them, but you, you still have to get the fuck up. We've been over this. I'm. How do you feel about the fact that now you are going to have to pay for Dr. Dow's settlement uh, the next time you fly if United offers a flight and you say, ooh, United is 10 bucks cheaper than Delta. It's still, you know, probably like, say, now they all well, raise the price. Delta because I, don't think, I think Delta was the one in the wrong. I don't think, you know, I think they're... they're See, there you go. There you go. You, exactly. That is how uh, unprincipled you are. It was United. You just said Delta because you're just blaming the overlords whatever, instead of looking whatever, whatever, at the problem. Whichever airline he was on, I forgot. United, Delta, whichever one it was. Like, like I don't care which one it was, man. I like care about like, look, the man paid for a ticket. They, they fucking forced him off the plane. They beat him up, and they didn't beat they him up. It, him it turns it, out that he did all of that uh, when he played possum and and refused to. He fell back or so. Nobody beat him up. Nobody punched him. That was all accidentally self-inflicted. It was self-inflicted. Well, like accidentally, like he fell over and hit his head. It wasn't a matter of anyone punching him in the face because we all wait, saw the picture wait, of the so bloody lip. It sounded like it at least happened in a struggle, man. This at least happened while people were on him. He, he fell, he got bumped up. Like, yeah, that's going to happen when you restrain somebody in a confined space, man. And that's why you get the fuck up and get off the plane. Well, and that's why you let the man sit there if you pay for the ticket. Uh, so sad. And you don't overbook the flight. You don't overbook They the didn't flight. overbook the I've flight. They didn't overbook that was, it. Okay, well, so, yeah, it happened for employee, right? Well, it's like, okay, then you need to find a way to set aside tickets for shit like that. Like, I mean, if no one's going to get up, they pay Things for happen last ticket. minute. Thing, they realize, they get that plane boarded and go, oh, shit, we have this going on elsewhere. There is no perfect system. All well, we then, can okay, do so in how that... Come, how come you're mad at this guy and not literally every other person on that plane because I mean, they're, that they are, they're all at fault but he was the one that got selected one of them could have could have done it any yeah, single, any one, one, of single one of them could have been a volunteer we talked about this last so, time i said that everyone is at fault on that plane but he deserves more because he was the one that selected what you do when you're selected is you go god fucking damn
damn it, I just lost the worst fucking, or I just won the worst fucking lottery ever, this fucking sucks, and you stand up and say, this is stupid, I hate this shit, and you walk off the plane going, fuck you, United, I'll never fly you again, but you don't sit there like a petulant child and make everyone else wait just because you were the one that got selected. Everyone is at fault because that no one else stuck their hand up and said, I volunteer, but he gets to take the heat for being a piece of shit because when he was the one, he did not, you know, man up. Nah, the man paid for his ticket. First they came for Dr. David Dow, and I said <laughs> nothing. And then the goddamn Holocaust happened. That's right. That was a poem. That's a poem from the <laughs> 50s or something right after that shit happened. All right. Well, let's get out of here. You said it was a busy day at work, which I uh, – uh, that stunned me. I figured that a caviar place would be a very scheduled, like, you know, uh, non – you know, because you don't really have walk-in customers. Maybe you do, but not not. I would no, not imagine do. a we rush. We well, not a like rush. A bakery in there. We oh, so you were right, right, right. So you said you jump do, over and help the, out. Okay. Yeah, and and I do I do like the the retail counter, and so there's there's yeah, it's it's mostly based off caviar, but then we also have like smoked salmon. We have foie gras. We have. Uh, uh, and I suppose smoked salmon meat. is not as expensive, and people will stop in and just pick up that because it's it's salmon. So. Yeah. But, I mean, people still do stop in and pick up the expensive shit, too. I, I mean, I had a guy just walk in off the street and buy over $5,000 worth of caviar. Holy it was like three cans. shit yeah. about yeah. Well, that's it. And it's so funny because it's my job. When I get paid to do this uh, just over minimum wage. They were supposed to give me a raise after a month. They never did. Uh, they, they, Yeah, they totally lied to me about it. Even though, like, I, I do pretty good at upselling people, man, which is fucking – which is a weird thing to do. Because I'm I'm getting paid dog shit to do this job, and uh, yeah, I, that's gotta suck. You, you're getting a couple bucks an hour, and someone's yeah. buying five thousand oh, yeah, dollars worth of product. I'd have a raise. I'd have I'd have fucking commission. Like not nah, fucking line. Like as soon as I get more hours at my other job, like I'm I'm fucking gone, dude. But like, oh yeah, um, talk about your other job really quick before we. Uh, yeah, yeah, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna do uh, I'm gonna do soundboards at Sirius XM, man. And for who? What like a specific program, or will they just bounce you around as needed? Like, hey, they need you uh, in the news department. Radio. They need you in the okay political basically the smart version of us man (laughs) i'm gonna gonna record the smart version of us oh that's funny all right i'm gonna sit there i'm gonna we're gonna do our shit and then i'm gonna sit there and i'm gonna listen to these guys i'm gonna be like dude wait this is one where like both these guys not only read the news story about what they're talking about but like one of these guys wrote the fucking news story, man. This is like, this is some next level shit, but they won't be as funny. You know, let's face it. That's true. They might be smart, but God damn it. At least we will be stupid. All right. Yes. Everyone. Thanks for listening. Hey, um, I, I know I've been saying this for a couple of weeks, but you haven't been listening. Please go give us a good review on Amazon, uh, not Amazon on iTunes. If you are listening and, uh, Please tell your friends that if you if you giggle when you listen to us, spread the good word and help us get a few more listeners. All right. Thank you. Do the Lord's work, people. Later.